how does and should a person define his or her place in society? How does this concept modify the egotism of defining ourselves? Before we start this episode, we should ponder on these questions. Good day, Redefiners, friends, and Madlang listeners. Welcome to the Season 4 of Mad Talks Podcast, where we talk about love, living, learning, and of course, the magic of volunteerism. This is your Mad Talks Podcast presents another story of the Redefiners Talk. Stories about you, me, and the art of redefining ourselves. I am your podcaster, RJ Maniego, or you can call me Kuis RJ or Kuis Josh. I'm working as a janpe from the tricycle capital of the Philippines, Cabinet One City. Because everyone can do good and make a difference, no matter how big or small, Matt is for you and for all. Again, this is your Mad Talks podcast para sa mas makabulang pakikinig na may kasamang kulit at kilig. Mad ka na ba? Mad na? Well, mga madlang listeners and ka-redefiners, you know, it's always good to be back to have another podcast episode here at Mad Talks. And again, ever more grateful for these opportunities and like these chances to share stories to everyone. Well, um, again, mga ka-redefiners, this is your Kuis RJ, an IT student and working as a Bayanik Puyad here at Cabinet One City and used to be a former youth leader and an independent volunteer and uh, you know guys like I have always told myself that if you're in the service of your fellow beings in the service of others you know you're also helping yourself to know yourselves more you know, to know yourself fully and like solely grabe mga ka-redefiners I love how Mad Talks podcast really has driven me to learn more to stand you know and like to grow for myself even way better and this third episode, it means a lot to me as well, just like the last one, because I'm interviewing one of those best friends also that I've had like back in 2015 and 16, who I, who, who I call always whenever I'm in need, you know, and in any aspect of my life. He literally is my poly-American version, and my California neighbor as well, and my Zambo brother. You know, when it comes to the term of volunteerism, and service this person is also amazing for letting me learn a lot of things to love myself and you know like at the same time the importance of showing compassion to others and by not forgetting who am i you know and where i came from you know guys we can help ourselves grow you can help others by inspiring them to be the best version of themselves and that's what i've learned from this person let us now open and go to the third episode of the redefiner's talk and this is going to be titled, Narakuya, but deal with Project Kuya. You know, today we will listen to a story of this person who has always been a fan of commitment and helping other people. He maybe was born and grew up in America, but he would never, he never forgot his heritage. He maybe is not a Filipino, but he reminded me to love my culture as well, to the extent. And because of his pure love with the Filipino kids, he founded an organization to help Filipino people. And for a third redefiner, you know, third redefiner story, let us all open the title, Narakuya, but deal with Project Kuya. And we 
And there you go. Ang mga kausap natin ay used to in one of the universities back there in Utah. And now he is a CEO and the pop and the, and the owner of his own magazine um, company, which is the Pacificus. All right, it's a developing magazine company that highlights the beauty and creatives of the Pacific Islanders that is being sold across the United States and international countries. He is one of the founders for an international independent group for, you know, caring Filipino people, and it's called and named Project Kuya. And he's my homie, my fellow California boy, my neighbor, my Zambo buddy, my fellow Charlie's Angels as well, and my poly-American version. Let's all welcome our guest for today, Mr. Robin Wata. Taranat mad kwentuan with you, me, and Robin para sa ating episode na pinamagatang Not a kuya, but deal with Project Kuya. Come in, Robin. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thanks for having me. Alright, so welcome to the show, Robin. And before we start, I have a madly, deeply uh, important question with you. And this is, Robin, mad ka na ba? There you go. So, Robin, again, hello. And how is life over there in the States? And if I could still remember the last time that we saw each other, it was kind of like two years ago. You came here in the Philippines for like a business trip and like it was also like a week for my birthday and you treated me for my birthday and I would never forget that. We were like somehow close to Manila Bay and like we went to the area called like Dangwai, I guess. It's close to your hotel, back in Sophie Hotel during that time. It was... It was just like yesterday, but it seems to be so fast. But I want you to introduce yourself, you know, to our career definers, to our audiences. I would love you to get to know by them. So tell me about yourself, since I know you like, tell them about yourself, about your business, about your family, about your life over there in the States. And let's have this mad talk one to one with you about that. For sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Robin I am a Tongan American. Boma is a small island in the Pacific, and that's where my parents were born and raised. I was born in Hawaii in the U.S. and raised here. Um, I am 27 years old, and I am married, and my wife and I have an eight-month-old daughter. And I don't know, our little family is doing great right now. My wife is a Filipino. She's actually from Negros Oriental, so that's actually where I met her. Um, because I actually lived in Negros and Cebu from 2013 to 2015 and so I have a deep love for the Filipino people. I've worked a ton um, even with my company out here that I worked like full-time for a company called Noterra and then as RJ mentioned I'm also an entrepreneur and I've started a magazine called Pacificus and so that's just a magazine that highlights Um, Pacific Islander creatives and yeah I recently just launched it in October 2020 and I'm getting ready to launch my next issue coming up in April. Congratulations. Congratulations for your Pacificus. Like I've seen I've seen some copies of it like on social media and I could see like how you love like doing those photography shots with the Pacific Islanders um but before that like can you um can you say hi to Vince <laughs> I, I think she's there she might be sleeping at the moment <laughs> yeah so we're getting our baby ready for bed 
Alright, they're all ready for bed. But yeah, can you tell me more about the Pacificus? Like, what's, like, aside from, like, um, looking at the creatives of the Pacificus, or, I mean, Pacific Islanders, can you tell me more, like, about how did you go to that concept of, like, doing the Pacificus magazine itself? Yeah, so I myself, I'm a creative as well, so I'm I know that fashion and art, and so basically I just wanted to create a platform that highlights my community because nothing like that exists currently, where we can see more representation within my community, within creative spaces, so it's not just for Polynesians, but also for Melanesian and Micronesian individuals, so it's a really, it's a really cool thing that's going to happen in my community. How about like uh, Asian Pacific Islanders, like the Philippines? <laughs> Do we have chains to be like <laughs> models for that? I just want a model for my magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you you um, basically honestly, got that. <laughs> it's really just focusing on like the South Pacific and people who are part of Oceania. Oh, the Oceania. Yeah, so I kind of like yeah i was reading also, like other south uh-huh i was figuring it out like you should kind of like look for like people also from new zealand like papua new guinea i guess and like um yeah. australia as well do you guys have them absolutely mm-hmm. wow it's i amazing. do have like people from like <laughs> and then also like solomon island Cook islands and different things like that, so it's really cool. Yeah, and uh, where is that? Like, I know a place like in Micronesia, uh, uh, Kiribati or like Kiribati. Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, like, so, like I've yeah, I love like, people from those like uh, islands, especially from Kiribati. Like, Marshall, no, what, what's the name of their island from Kiribati? Marshall Islands. Marshall Islands, yeah, there you go. I, I love those people. Like, they're so amazing, they're so kind, and they're like so gentle people. Like, I, I just so, so love them. I know a person over there, his name is Madabu. But yeah, um, since you've talked about your business and you've talked about, um, uh, about your, you know, your, your lifestyle, basically, we got to know it right now because of, of this. And uh, remembering, like, when you were here for a business trip also, I could remember you were training some Filipinos as well for their businesses. How did it go, though? Like, um, how, how was the experience of, like, teaching Filipinos to manage and create, like, a franchise or, like, a business? Like, uh, whether it worked or not, like, how did you find it, like, working with Filipinos during those times? That's amazing. Thank you for that. Like, it's highly appreciated. Like, especially when the time that you came, like, I remember the time that you told me that you're gonna be opening the, like, doTERRA. Like, I love doTERRA. Like, I love the oils that you guys are selling. It seems like I have to order it, like, abroad and, like, pay for a really big amount of shipping fee. However, it doesn't matter. I just love it so bad. That's why when you said, like, hey, we're gonna be opening doTERRA, I was just like, wait, 
I could just like buy it like international stores here. Yeah, no way, right? Yeah, and like it could go to like um whatchamacallit, like the it could go to like like a little retail amount so that Filipinos could like access to it. Because it's really yeah. a useful oil, like I I've 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 loved using the tear, especially like the black pepper, the, the peppermint. Oh my goodness, it's so good. But yeah, I'm talking about wow. the Philip. <laughs> what? Sorry. I'm, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, and I, I can remember you gave me like a bottle of it, and I was just like so happy about it because it costs a lot here. But um, you know, like going deeper, like since we've talked about how you love the Filipinos, and especially your 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 wife is a Filipina like she means a lot to me as well she's so loved really by us like Vince that's why I want you to say hi to her the moment she wakes up tomorrow you know um yeah um since you have this deep love for the Filipinos um I just you know I just want to ask let's talk about the project queer that you did like back in like I guess like two to three years ago where you guys highlighted to helping Filipino people you know Can you tell me about it? Like, how did you start your endeavor to reach out Filipino people? And how did you start the preparation to launch and to to create the Project Kuya itself? And, like, why did you guys call it Project Kuya? Like, can you tell me more about it? Can you... Of can, mm-hmm, Sure. Yeah, so, basically, I lived in the Philippines um, from 2013 to 2015. And so that's when I actually returned home back to the U.S., But immediately when I got home, I knew I wanted to go back out there and try to do like more humanitarian work because I was surrounded by so many people who were in need. And the Filipino people were always so nice to me and they were a big part of, you know, just helping me become the person that I am today. And so when I came up with the idea for doing Project Kuya, I just looked for other people who kind of lived with me, um, other people from the U.S. who lived with me in the Philippines during that time frame to see who was interested in coming back with me, and mm-hmm. a couple people just hopped on the bandwagon with me, and so we started like a GoFundMe page, started getting donations, and it started getting more and more attention from people who were from the Philippines and stuff like that, and so all we really wanted to do was just make like hygiene kits and then it kind of like blew up and we were able to do so much more than i thought we'd be able to wow so basically it's just kind of like humanitarian and then like giving like hygiene kits for like filipino people like so how many were you guys during those times like um Yeah, so there's only like a handful of us. I would say there was like 10 of us for our first trip, and then went back in 2016, and so it was really cool. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys did? Like, what did you guys do? I mean, like, did you um, just donate hygiene kits, or like, did you do some um, inspirational or like um, program um, to instruct them on what to do, kind of like that? Did you guys do that as well? Yeah, so basically we just um, collected items and then we distributed the hygiene kits to various areas that we lived in. Uh-huh. Um, so people who 
are in my group, all of us have lived in Negros Oriental and then also Cebu. Cebu. So those are the two islands that we kind of focused on. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were able to do a lot more than just hygiene kits. We were also able to um, provide like meals for people, scholarships, school uniforms for kids. Oh. Like I said, it kind of like went above and beyond. Oh, yeah, really it's it's really above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be something small, but it gained a lot of traction on social media and stuff, and a lot of people um, put in a lot of effort to help us out. Yeah, it was like blowing up the whole time, like back in 2016 and 17 when you guys came back here. And if I'm not mistaken, um, you get, if I'm not like mistaken, you know the 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 group of like those American kids who's speaking Visaya. Who are they? You're you're acquainted with them, right? Yes, I am. Oh, what are their names? I forgot. I forgot the name of their group. Um, the Mormon. No, no, no. Uh, the 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 Philip. Wait. Oh, I forgot their names. They were the APs back then. Uh. The, oh, like the, Hey Joe Show. Hey Joe Show. Like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, you know them well as well, right? Yeah, you were well acquainted with them. I, I could remember that for some reason it kind of like elaborated with that. But um, on the second visit, like how did it go through though? Um, it was actually even better because we'd already kind of knew what we were mm-hmm. able to do in 2016. So preparing for the next year, it was even crazier. That would be really cool. Like, I would love that, especially when you guys were giving scholarships as well, and like giving some uh, food services. If I'm not mistaken, those were amazing days when I was like watching you guys. I wanted to go through as well, but for some reason I was like busy doing the school and stuff, so I was just like doing simple works here in my end. And I remember the second time that you visited. That's the first time, like after like a year first time after a year that we saw each other again and then it came up with the idea that hey when you got to go to a business trip that's where we should be seeing again <laughs> if i'm not yeah i could remember that and then after that i was just like so surprised that you're gonna be getting married with vince he just came home from australia during that time right yeah so um i got i met my wife in, in so like much and like deeply love with the Filipino people especially like getting married with a Filipina is so amazing so I, I guess like should always go to synagogue for you because I know you yeah. love that is that you love fish like yeah I don't know that you love fish that's why I got I got flattered, like knowing that you would eat fish. Um, so yeah, um, can you tell me more about the hardships during the Project Kuya days, like especially when you were just like about to establish it? Can you tell me more, like how did you go through these 
hard times and at the same time how did you um you know how did you surpass them yeah i think one of the hardest things was just having the confidence to pull it off um when i initially brought up the idea of doing this project i think a lot of people were a little shocked and surprised but um i was like very determined to like give back to the people who had given so much to me and so yeah i think just like committing to it was a little difficult at the beginning or getting other people to commit to the vision that i had um another big issue that we ran into was everybody who was coming on that trip with me all of us were in college we were all working full-time oh so yeah really tough because, yeah like, you were in college we're all, like, during that people. like we're not mm-hmm. professional or anything like that but we had a desire to help out so uh-huh. yeah it was good I, I, I bet it would really be so amazing and you you were with one of my friends as well Hunter right he, he went with you during that time yeah it was so amazing um, but yeah like Hunter's in Arizona and you're in Utah you guys are seeing each other not yet yeah um, we haven't seen I'm jealous like, but, yeah especially because of the pandemic right now but <laughs> yeah alright so well like telling me about those stories like how did it change you as a person how did volunteerism and like especially you you said earlier like the word humanitarian act like how did that action and how did service like you know change or like um help you as a person how yeah i think it impacted me so much because i think i was able to prove to myself that even though I couldn't feel like I could make a difference that I was. And even if it was a small difference, like I know a lot of people may have looked at their project and said like, oh, like they could have done more, like this is what we're doing, like, or they didn't yeah. get a million dollars or something. But yeah. I know that for the people that we helped and for the people who we were able to offer assistance, it meant the world to them. And because it meant the world to them, it meant the world to me. And just being able to experience that first hand is just unforgettable, honestly. Oh, I love the word, I mean, I love the phrase you said. Like, even with a small difference that you've, you've done or like you did, it meant a world to them. And it meant the world to you as well. That is such an amazing um, thing to hear from you. Especially, like, you're a CEO. Like, you own your own company at the same time. You work on a third-party company, like for yourself, like in an oil company. So, like, not everybody can say that. Like, not everybody have, like, has that kind of mindset, you know. Now, like, uh, you know, let's 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 get to the chase, like, like let's cut the chase out. <laughs> I remember some, like, someone from Alabama said that. Let's get to the cheese, if you still remember that. <laughs> we were in the apartment during that time. Remember that? Oh no no no. Yeah. Well, forget about that. Yeah. Um um some of our producers like had this question. So it's one of our segments here. It's called um Magic Roleta. All right. So it's the Magic Roulette where we're going to have like um mad at first pick. So basically it's kind of like a random name name picker. So it consists a lot of questions. So once they get to roll the roulette, the Magic Roulette, um we will you'll just answer the question that is going to be posted out once it get to pick a name in the okay. roulette okay so let's start 
Are you ready for this? <laughs> I didn't tell you about this, sorry. <laughs> there we go. Alright. There you go. Um, I'm gonna roll the roulette now. I hope it has sounds, because for some reason I'm having a lot of system issues here. But let's see. Is it rolling? There you go. Hmm. <laughs> there you go. Um, the first one is that it's asking me business, education, or arts. Which one would you pick the most? Hmm. Question. Well, I would say business education. Oh. And I'm gonna pick business education because I think art is very subjective. I don't think that you need to learn that from anyone. Yeah, you can learn some new skills, but you can do that on your own. Mm. Business education, it's always good to get some like, outside perspective and like tips on how you can grow your arts. But I think you can develop that on your own. That, that is true. Like, I didn't think about that. So, like, yeah, you were right to the point that arts, that art is really subjective, right? Um, yeah, everybody can like just like. It, it's really hard to learn though like you can't like just tell that arts is easier to learn but it's really subjective it depends on the person who who does that it depends on the person who yeah. may want to do it yeah for some reason the roulette is not turning on i mean it it has no sounds why there we go i'll just i'll just spin it it's actually spinning now <laughs> i'm so sorry for the audience as you 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 can hear now it's spinning but it's literally spinning right now yeah yeah there we go the next question is that who is your favorite model like it could be international model it could be um a model out there in america like locally back in your place like do you have any favorite model honestly i would say my favorite model She's just top tier and undefeated. She's just so good. And the trends that she was able to break so many barriers for so many people of color and so oh. the impact that she's had is incredible. Mm, that's amazing. Mine is Tyra Banks. How could you like look Peace. yeah 15 miles over your own vision while it seems like you're looking at like thousand miles away, you know, kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. So the next is I'm gonna spin the wheel now. It's why my. All right. It doesn't make any sound, but it's okay. There you go. The next question is that Filipino food that you will like you will never miss. You can't do balloon. Okay. But have you tasted it though? Yes, I think it tastes really good. I think it's just like the texture for me that's <laughs> a little difficult. Alright. Okay. There we go. Well, I know a lot of people who like balloon, but I know a lot of people as well who don't really like balloon, even though they're Filipinos. But I, I think it's good. Like, I think it tastes good. But now I'm going vegan, yeah, <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, kind of like stop eating some meats right now. Like, kind of like abstaining myself for some reason. But we don't know. <laughs> um, 
yeah the next question is why is there a lot not having any sounds all right there you go the next question is that who is your favorite filipina celebrity Oh, do you like her? Sarah? I do like her. Wow. And I do like Ann Curtis a lot as well. She is so pretty. She's so pretty. Ann Curtis is so pretty. Uh, they're so, like, both so well. But I love Seda Hidonimo because I remember there's, like, a song that I heard all the time and it always just stuck, got stuck in my head. But it was the like, Ikot Ikot Lang. Oh, <laughs> the Ikot Ikot Lang, yeah. Ikot Ikot Lang. I'm sure you've heard about like the song Tal- Tala, like yeah. the dance craze. Yeah, I-, I bet you heard that. Um, there we go with the last one. You should. Sp- There's no sounds at all, huh? What's happening to you, MacBook? There we go. The next question is Filipino food that you will always eat. Every time it's being in front of you. Sisig or Pontosino. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down for Sisig? Or Adobo. Or Adobo. Or Tupleta. There's a lot of food that I will eat here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay. Sounds amazing. There we go. Uh-huh. Oh, there's no questions at all. Okay. So... Alright, since you're, you were able to answer those um, questions, we would just like to thank you. But for the last question, mad ba for this last question? Alright, now this is actually, it, it's kind of like subjective, but we would just like want you to, what is the best thing that you can share to Filipino people about service or like about anything? Can you give us like... average of the people you surround yourself with. Meaning that the people that you're going to surround yourself with, you're going to be whatever they are. Um, so just surround yourself with people who are passionate and people who are driven, people who are caring. Those are the people that you want to be around. So I feel like that's made the biggest impact on me and it's definitely something that I that I think about almost on a daily basis. Mm. That sounds amazing. So, alright. Thank you, Robin, for this opportunity to be one of our guests here. It's really it's, it's really uh, an honor for us. And thank you for that wonderful message, you know. Um, you're such a good sport. And thank you for giving your time, especially. It's kind of like, I guess, almost midnight over there. Or like probably um, late in the evening. But I hope you enjoyed this episode that we've had with you. All right. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, all right, if you if you have the chance to, I will allow you or like I will have you promote your pages or like um your your Facebook or like Instagram or like Twitter accounts, especially for your business. You can plug it now. Perfect. Um, if anyone's interested in learning more about Pacific Islander communities, 
Um, you can definitely check out our Instagram page, it's PacificusMag, and we're there on Instagram posting almost daily, so it's a cool opportunity to introduce my culture with all of you guys. Thank you so much, Robin, for that opportunity that we've had with you. Alright, so, Redefiners, like, audiences, guys, again, I will put these questions again in your minds, okay? You have to remember this. What are my gifts I bring to share with the world and I am sharing with them? And if not, why? Again, ponder on this question and those first questions that I've asked earlier. That's it for this episode. Alright, Medlang listeners, I hope you all learned something about living, love, and learning, especially about service with Kuya Robin, about especially empowering ourselves through self-reliance and at the same time, um, you know, giving the service as an act to change ourselves as well. Alright, so it's really my, my pleasure, actually, like I just can't believe that Robin had the time and opportunity to still say yes for this wonderful uh, episode and we would like to let you know guys career definers that service is always a door for us to know ourselves it's always an open our reminder to every one of us that we have the capacity and that's what robin said you know ability to change the world and um i know that if we're gonna be able to 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 look for those opportunities we're gonna be able to uh, help other people to change themselves as well and to get to be the better versions of themselves all right so we would like to acknowledge our mad talks uh, podcast production team um big j lagang kuya jao taz kuya mako kuya christian jubel um kuya wino nikki jake kuya oyam aj jenilin you guys are so amazing and congratulations to us all right hear from us again through this podcast directly at anchor fm and you can also listen to our episodes on spotify and other major podcasting apps just type mad talks podcast in the app search bar then click follow and then start your mad talks or mad audio habit to know more about i am mad or i am making a difference and get updates on our fundraising activities and volunteer opportunities check out our page at facebook.com forward slash I am making a difference and on Twitter and Instagram you can follow I am mad underscore ph follow us as well at facebook.com mad talks podcast or facebook.com forward slash mad talks podcast where we share and promote our episodes that's it mula rito sa Kabinatuan City ako muli si Kuis Josh or Kuis RJ the working estudiante from the tricycle capital of the Philippines hanggang sa muli let's talk about love living and learning and the magic of volunteerism this is your mad talks podcast season 4 presents the redefiner stock and because everyone can do good and make a difference no matter how big or small mad is for you and for all again this is your mad talks podcast para sa mas makabulong pakikinig na may kasamang kulit at kilig career definers audiences robin mad ka na ba all right have a great day